What you gonna do, brother? New WWF figures got the power. Dad, is my turn yet? It's only been ten minutes. It's been four hours. What's up with that? Oh my god! Hey yo! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 26 of the WrestleGen Podcast. I am, as always, your most illustrious host, Chris the Heat Matthews, joined by my man, Garrett G. Money Mun. What's going on? Well, I'll have you know that I have been uh, practicing my uh, Mongrovian karate. Oh. And I now know how to defend myself against a flight swatter. <laughs> Those are deadly. They're very deadly. Flash waters and life jackets. Oh, yeah. Deadly, deadly weapons. Mm. <laughs> All right. We are the only third degree podcast on the airwaves. Yeah, we unsuccessfully became a fourth degree because <clears throat> we did not break the piece of wood. Nope. We tried. We tried. But it's cool. So make sure you follow us on Instagram at WrestleGettingPod with two Ds and on Twitter at WrestleGettingPod with one D. Because Twitter can't handle two Ds. So, as always, subscribe, rate, and review the show on whatever app you're using to listen to us. And email us with any questions, comments, and concerns at askwrestlegeddon at gmail.com. <clears throat> so, jump into the news. Jump, jump into right the in head news. first. Dive in. Here we go. Hotline fans, I have got a hotline rumor for you. The number, what's the number? Let me call the number. In the Hulkster's hotline, you may do so by dialing 1-900-45-4-Hulk. All right, so a couple of interesting little tidbits coming out from uh, this week. So it appears that WWE is dropping... The word women's from the NXT Women's Championship. Weird. Incredibly weird. So, if it's no longer labeled as the NXT Women's Championship, does that mean Adam Cole can wrestle Rhea Ripley and become the NXT champion and be a double champion? I guess so. I think that would be a fantastic idea. So I think they should totally do that. Totally. <laughs> totally believable. Which I don't understand why they're taking out the, the gentrification of the title. Like, it doesn't make any sense. And it seems like it's going to be more confusing to, like, a casual fan. Is like, okay, so she's the NXT champion and he's the NXT champion. So what's the difference? Correct. So if that's the case, then you might as well just drop the belt completely and just let everyone compete for the, the main NXT title. Yeah. And then we'll have a Tessa Blanchard situation. E- yeah. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Oh, yeah. On the uh, subject of title belts, 
uh, something that we have discussed before, uh, which you go back to the archives and listen to that episode. It's probably like, I think we talked about it on just about every episode. But, um, yeah, we do. Um, AEW is adding a new title. So hopefully it is the, the much deserved, not much deserved, but uh, much needed uh, mid-card title to kind of give those guys kind of floundering around like Sean Spears, Sonny Kiss, and Joey Janela, Darby Allen. Those guys, something really to, to go after. Yeah, I would uh, definitely say that they need something. Uh, definitely that mid-card title. Uh, I'm sure that they, even them putting it in there, they'll better utilize it than WWE utilizes their mid-card titles. My only thing with that, though, too, is are they going to keep their storylines consistent around this mid-card title? Well, I mean, I think a good thing they could do is kind of, I mean, even though I'm not a Joey Janela fan, nor a Kip Sabian fan, at least the two of them kind of beefing over a girl would make sense and then putting a title in there would kind of get some interest more into that match than uh, just, you know, them fighting over a girl. I think the other thing, too, is maybe they might be adding, like, multiple titles. Because I can see them adding a six-man title. Yeah. They could definitely do that. Because you have, like, enough people in the inner circle that could form a three-man group, like Hager, Ortiz, and Santana, or whatever. And, you know, of course, you got the uh, Jurassic Express. Jurassic Express. You got the Dark Order. SCU. People, SCU. So I can see them adding a six-man title too, which would be interesting as well. And in all honesty, if Lucha or um, Jurassic Express isn't the inaugural champions for that, because um, that's honestly the only way Marco Stunt's ever going to win a title in his life, like yeah. you're kind of missing the boat on that, especially with uh, Luchasaurus. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, what else we got? Uh, jump into some Rumble slash NXT news. Uh, Mick Foley tweeted that he believes that NXT should be represented equally as a third brand in the Royal Rumble. Um, I was under the impression that the Rumble matches is going to feature 10 superstars from each brand. But they've announced 24 competitors with six mystery slots already. So basically we've got 12 from Braun and SmackDown with no mention of anyone from NXT. Amazing. I was also under that impression that NXT was going to have 10 people. Um, but uh, whatever. <clears throat> I think they'll be well represented in Women's Royal Rumble. Match up mainly because there's not enough women on the roster, on the main roster between Raw and SmackDown to fill up a 30, fill up 30 slots in that match. So you're definitely going to have to pull from NXT's women's roster or maybe some legends, but we'll see how that, uh, how that goes. Yep. And, uh, final tidbit of, uh, Wrestling news. Apparently, Enzo Amore was offered twenty-five grand to wrestle Tomatonga. 
and he turned it down. Fucking little bitch. So Enzo can run his mouth. And he's been running his mouth since last last year's WrestleMania. The WrestleMania weekend. Where they showed up on uh, uh, Ring of Honor and basically jumped the Briscoes and G.O.D. And Enzo's been running his mouth the entire time about Tom Tonga. Talking about, you know, if they if he sees him, you know, he's coming up to him, you know, fists up and all this other stuff. But he's offered twenty five grand to wrestle Tom Tonga and he turns it down. He knows he's gonna get his ass beat. It's plain and simple. That's, and, I mean, Tom and Tom would eat him for breakfast. In all honesty, I, I don't think this is going to be, if this were to actually happen, it's not going to be like your standard scripted choreographed wrestling match. It's it's going to be a straight up shoot. And Tom is going to beat his ass. Yep. And in all honesty, I believe that's what Enzo needs to shut his damn mouth is to get his ass beat by someone like Tom Tonga. And so it's just a bitch. Little bitch. But uh, that's going to be it for the main wrestling news. We do have some figure news. Pretty excited for some of this. Um, Elite 75 uh, is now shipping from Ringside Collectibles. Billy Kay has been confirmed as the Target exclusive, following up with Elite 73's Peyton Royce as Target exclusive. So, not only have we gotten our first battle pack of the Iconics um, earlier, or towards the end of last year, um, we'll be getting Billy Kay and Peyton Royce's first Elites as Target exclusive figures. So, good luck finding those. Um, also included in Elite 75 is the, fir- or the first Mattel Elite Hurricane figure because he has had a basic, and that figure is in fact the chase for that set as well. So that is the uh, two figures I'm super excited about adding to my collection. Um, Elite 76 was announced, uh, the full lineup. Uh, so you've got Otis and Tucker in their first elites, along with Lacey Evans, uh, Christian, who will be in his debut attire, and will also be the chase for that series as well. Uh, John Cena with his uh, with his dad hair and a new Braun Strowman. There will be no store exclusive for that wave. It's no Walmart exclusive, no Target exclusive for that set. And a final tidbit for figure news, figures toy company had showed off images for uh, Jay Lethal's upcoming figure for his uh, ring attire. There's actually gonna be two versions. I think there was a red and a black. Both actually look pretty good. Um, the downside with Figures Toy Company is the concept figures always look better than the main product. Uh, case in point, the Brian Cage figure they were showing off last week with the, the news of Cage apparently signing with AEW. But, uh, Amazing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to throw my little tidbit in there. Uh, if you guys are hoping to get these uh, Target exclusives, just uh, don't come to our Target store because you got to be on the uh, the heat's uh, list, or you can't buy any uh, any <laughs> figures from our store. Yeah, apparently, there's a list. Apparently, there's a list. An imaginary list. Oh, oh a few people are going to get that, but it's all good. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But that is going to be it for the news. Um, stick around. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, we'll be back for our Get in the Ring segment. We're going to talk a little SmackDown, some Raw, some NWA, some NXT, some AEW. We're on down the Royal Rumble, um, NWA Hard Times, NXT's Worlds Collide. Give you our picks and predictions. Um, basically tell you what we hated during the course of the week. All that fun stuff, so stay tuned, and we'll be right back. What's up, everyone? This is Chris the Heat Matthews, the host of the WrestleGeddon Podcast, and I want to tell you about Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast, and they give you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. The creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere on places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. All right, we are back. So... Let's get in the ring. So uh, let's jump into some SmackDown. Um, really, the only thing I have on here is of any noteworthiness is the in-ring return of John Morrison. Yeah, I mean that was basically it. I mean the only other thing would be the uh, the opening segment with Kane and the Fiend. Ah, uh, yeah, with um, Daniel Bryan jumping him. Yeah, from behind Which, trying to get that was a pretty cool segment also. Ripping out some of his hair. So, but, um, yeah, Morrison pretty much took on Big E. So a pretty solid match between the two of them. So, nice to see Morrison back in a WWE, WWE ring. So, I'm sure they got um, some pretty big plans for him. Yep. Aside from uh, just partnering with The Miz. So, be interesting to see him in the Rumble, too. Yeah. Who's going to have the better Rumble saves? John Morrison or Kofi Kingston? Sure that. <laughs> that's gonna be interesting. I don't know what the main event of the SmackDown was. That's sad. It's a pretty, pretty much Raw and SmackDown. Oh, like, it was uh, Reigns and uh, Rude and a tables match. That's what it was. Oh, lame. Lame. Oh. Lame indeed. Okay, uh, let's jump into Raw. Uh, pretty much opened up the show with the ladder match with uh, Andrade and Rey Mysterio for the U.S. title, which was a hell of an opener and a hell of a ladder match. And then after that, you don't need to watch Raw. It was garbage. <laughs> Nothing good happened. <clears throat> I honestly, it pissed me off so much, I, I can't even tell you. <sighs> um, with the end of that ladder match, we saw the return of Umberto. Thank God. Um, who uh, saved uh, Rey Mysterio from getting uh, DDT'd onto the, the concrete outside. So, 
uh, Which, of course. From what I've read, they're going to push the two of them probably till Mania. Yeah. They want to get that Latin American. I mean, in all honesty, I can it. see possibly a triple threat match at Mania between Andrade, Umberto, and Mysterio for the U.S. title. I could see that. So, with possibly Umberto coming out on top and picking up his first title win. But on the flip side of that, too, I can see... You know, that triple threat match with Andrade retaining the title and, you know, continuing the boost with that. So, it can go either way or even, like, either one of them getting the pin on Mysterio or something. So, um, new tag champs are crowned with the uh, the team of Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy. Actually made a pretty solid team. It did. Uh, I mean, the match wasn't horrible. Uh, just the downside is, honestly, it should have been AOP in that match. Um, instead of Rollins and Murphy, um, but you know, still was a pretty decent match. So. Um, Orton versus McIntyre was a pretty solid match as well. There was a, a little stint in there where the I think it was the timekeeper got um, accidentally nailed with the claymore. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so that was pretty entertaining. And um, the last noteworthy thing I have from Raw is uh, Becky getting laid out by Asuka after her um, uh, winning match against um, Kyrie Sane. So. Yeah. And uh, the only thing I want to talk about is, uh, is, is Raw did the big thing why I don't like watching Raw. And it, it, it was basically they put the worst match they could possibly put together as the main event. Who the fuck wants to see Bobby Lashley and Lana in a main event match on fucking any show, period? And then I don't I don't understand this angle. Like I get it I get the angle, but when does it get to a point where it's Lashley winning every single match? To where it makes it seem like it's a pointless fucking storyline. Like, I know it's pointless. But you having Lashley and Lana win every time makes it 10,000 times worse. Because what is Rusev fighting for if he knows he's going to lose every time? I just don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> That's why I don't watch Raw. Oh, and that is the the truth right there. Um. It's, just, it's ridiculous uh, how they keep pushing this angle down our throats. But the thing is, we're talking about it. And to WWE, to Vince, that's all that matters is people are talking about the angle, whether it's positive or negative, uh, considering this one has more negative than anything else. But it's we, we've talked about this every single week for what, the last month now, two months, Seems since like this it. angle has been going on. Um the one thing I will say, though, is Liv Morgan has looked like a superstar throughout her return um, from that wedding through through now. Like, she's main evented Raw. She was in the closing segment of Raw, which that wedding segment on Raw was actually the highest rated segment of that episode. Which I'm sure. And then I'm sure this one was boosted right up there, too. So, with Liv being a part of that, that kind of gives her a little bit more star power, uh, which... If anything positive comes out of this, it, uh, hopefully it's a push for Liv Morgan, who very much so deserves it. Yep. 
But anyway, uh, let's, let's, let's uh, get into the good stuff. <laughs> the good stuff of the week. Uh, NWA. So pretty much your good wrestling starts on Tuesday. Correct. Into Wednesday. So Correct. Uh, NWA, we had a phenomenal match between Thunder Rosa and Tasha Steeles, uh, which saw Thunder Rosa going over um, Tasha. And this was a rematch from um, End of the Fire. I love so. Tasha Steeles. She's Tasha really Steeles good. is phenomenal. They're, really good. So NWA, is their women's division is picking up pace. and um, I think they could establish themselves to have like the, the second best women's division um, followed um, just following NXT because right now NXT, main NXT, NXT, NXT UK, both those combined is the best women's division in wrestling right now. So, um, Trevor Murdoch advanced in the um, NWA TV title tournament. <laughs> uh, basically, we got destroyed the entire match by Tom Latimer, <laughs> and just barely, barely picks up the win for that. So. <laughs> Oh, you man. Know. I love Trevor Murdoch, though. He's great. So, He's great. It's um, Allison K. Uh, go over Marty Bell in a no-disqualification match, uh, which was another pretty solid match on there. Uh, segment. Oh, my God. The segment was freaking hilarious. Aaron Stevens. Go third-degree national champion. And the question mark giving us a nice little Montgrovian karate demonstration it was amazing so it was great uh, he taught us he taught us how to defend ourselves against uh our uh another person attacking them with their fists uh a gun uh it was either a fly swatter or a uh kitchen utensil i don't remember <laughs> um and uh yeah and then aaron stevens tried to uh Win his fourth degree by breaking a piece of wood, and he he broke it sort of. Uh, with help from Ricky Starks. Yeah, a little help of Ricky Starks <laughs> breaking out of his back. In his back. <laughs> Woo. <clears throat> so uh, yeah. So it was a fun segment. That's one of the reasons why I like NWA is they have segments like that that are great, and those commercials they have on there too. Oh my god. <laughs> I was a bit confused with the one with the bald chick, but I love the Tony Falk ones. The Tony Falk things are freaking hilarious. <laughs> what is hilarious. it? Wa- waffles, waffles and tire irons. Who the fuck would get to the store and be like, here, get your tire iron and while you're here, have some of my delectable waffles. <laughs> oh, those are so awesome. I like I like those. Those are great. They kind of bring everything together. And they give you that. Especially the, the production value of them is like so old school. It's awesome. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, what else we got? Uh, Ken Anderson won a last chance gauntlet slash battle royal type thing uh, to replace the injured Zane Dawson. Um, the rules on this were kind of kind of different. They're kind of different in a good way. Um, basically, to win the match, you could either throw them over the top rope Pinfall or submission. Uh, came down to Anderson and Colt Cabana, um, which Anderson picked up the win on Cabana. Um, they kind of they shaked hands afterwards, and then Anderson just jumped Cabana and hit him with a mic check a couple times. And that's pretty much the uh, the end of uh, Cabana and Anderson as a tag team. Um, it's all that coming. 
Like I honestly wouldn't be surprised if Anderson's the one that wins the uh, the tournament. So maybe, but we'll see. And I honestly can see Tim Storm winning it too. Yep. So, then um, Nick Aldis retained against Ricky Morton, um, in a very slow paced, boring matchup, which was decent if you had low expectations going into it. Uh, if you've paid attention to any of the Rock and Roll Express's matches um, over the last month or so, you you can see that they've been slower paced, um, especially their tag team title match against um, the Wild Cards. Slower paced matchup with pretty much the Wild Cards carrying the match, and it was the same with Nick Aldis. I enjoyed the Rock and Roll Express. The run that they've had now with the NWA tag titles is has been pretty solid for them. It's just they they need to stay more in that tag team area. Like, you know, it's cool to give Ricky Morton a title shot, but it's not something that anybody really asked for. Mm, no. I almost fell asleep watching the match. It was so boring. <laughs> so slow. <sighs> And it just, it just, we you knew he was going to win from the beginning. So, yep. Yeah. So, that, uh, that is our go home show for hard times. Uh, let's jump into the Wednesday Night War NXT and AEW. Uh, NXT, Grizzle Young Vets advance in the uh, Dusty Rhodes Classic uh, with some help from uh, Imperium. Mm-hmm. Distracting mm-hmm. Uh, undisputed era, so that's still a pretty solid matchup. Before that, anyway, mm-hmm. um, with the Broserweights advancing as well, um, defeating Imperium pretty much cleanly. There was no retribution from um, undisputed era in that one at all. Nope. And then the biggest thing coming out of this week's NXT: Keith Lee defeats Roddy to become the new North American champion. So the era of gold has come to an end. It has indeed. Oh. It has indeed. So there's another thing. Will Roddy get a rematch against Keith Lee for that North American title? I'm sure he will. Probably at the next takeover. Be my guess. Kind of interesting to see that again. So that was a really great matchup. It was a great main event too, though. So. I'm looking forward to seeing those two wrestle again. Um, AEW. AEW as well crowned new tag team champions with the team of Hangman Page and Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty much raw. Like, hey, we got a new tag chance. It's pretty awesome. And then AEW's like, hey, hold my beer. <laughs> so, so we get Hangman and Omega. Uh, Britt Baker turned heel, finally, so they're going to do something with her. Uh, I'm sure we'll see a feud between her and Riho, which hopefully ends with Baker winning the title from Riho, because God knows Riho is a terrible champion. Uh, Marco Stunt almost lost a fight with a life jacket. Yes, he did. Uh, which, no, that was a six-man tag match, apparently. Marco thought he was going to drown. Somewhere on this cruise ship. There was a pool. So, I mean, MJF yeah. almost drowned. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, uh, yeah, that happened too. Oh, good times right there. Uh, let's see. And the other big thing coming out of this, Moxley is the uh, new number one contender. In a hard-fought match. Very much so. And he fought him with one eye. With one eye. Yep. I was really hoping to see Pac win this match just to get something different. But you knew good and damn well yep, it won't happen. I was going to go to Moxley. So, so I had um, pretty much your big rundowns for NXT and AEW. Let's uh, jump into the preview. It's got a big weekend for wrestling coming up again. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Events chock full. Uh, we're going to kick it off Friday night. NWA Hard Times, which is going to include the final eight participants in the NWA TV title tournament, uh, which will be Tim Storm taking on Ken Anderson. Uh, Ricky Starks taking on Matt Cross. Outlandish Zicky Dice taking on Dan Math and the question mark going up against Trevor Murdoch. So interesting how these have turned out so far with the title tournament. But um there's so many people in here that I can see winning this tournament. But I'm leaning more towards Tim Storm picking up the win. Uh, yeah, I think he's who I would pick. Um, I would say I think Ricky Starks would definitely be someone who could also, but I think he's going to get into a more a feud with Aaron Stevens, and Aaron Stevens is probably going to cost him that match to begin with anyway. So I could see that probably being what's going to happen. I mean, it could even come down to Ricky Starks and the question mark in the finals. Like they're going to continue with the True. the feud between Ricky Starks and Aaron Stevens. Um, that would be the best way to do it um, outside the actual national championship match with um, Aaron Stevens defending against Scott Steiner. Which makes no sense. Nope. Because why do you have a heel versus a heel? That's true. And what has Scott Steiner done in NWA recently to get a, a championship match right off the bat? Aside from being Scott Steiner. You answered your question. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what else we got? The uh, NWA Women's Championship. Well, actually, the National Championship. I really don't see Aaron Stevens holding on to that title. Unless there's something, you know, distraction for Steiner. True. To have Stevens pick up the win. I can honestly see them putting that title on Steiner. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. I don't know. I feel like Stevens is still going to end up keeping it somehow. Uh, we've got NWA Women's Championship, Allison K defending against Thunder Rosa. Um, that's another tough one to pick, too. Yeah. Um, I, can, I can see Allison retaining. I think she will. Just to continue the feud up to uh, Molina. Correct. That's what I think. I think she's going to end up retaining because it's pretty much Melina told her she needs to go through Marty Bell and Thunder Rosa before she wrestled before she can wrestle Melina so I mean she's already defeated Marty Bell this past week on um, power so I could see Allison picking up the window over Thunder under uh, Thunder Rosa and moving on to take on Melina either on an episode of power or their next pay-per-view yep 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 
uh, NWA Tag Team Championship match. It's a triple threat tag match of the Rock and Roll Express defending against the team of the Cowboy James Storm and my man Eli Drake. And the wild cards. Yeah. That's, a, That's tough. Like, but, all these matches are tough, though. But I'm picking uh, James Storm and Eli <laughs> Drake. Let me yeah. talk to you. Let me talk to you. <laughs> Let me talk to you. I can, I can see them picking up the win on there. I can also see the wild cards taking it. So I'm, I'm going to go with the wild cards. I get a nice feud between Storm and Eli Drake in the wild cards from the tag titles. That'd be something that'd be interesting. Uh, Nick Aldis taking on Flip Gordon. Yeah. Skrull's, Skrull's going to be in attendance. Yeah. Marty I mean, is going to be in Atlanta Friday night for hard times. So will he be in the corner of Flip Gordon? I hope so. He should be. Villain Enterprises. Villain Enterprises. Yeah, man. <clears throat> so, but um, honestly, I see it's a non-title matchup. So I can see Flip winning the winning this match. Um, maybe a little help from Marty. But then again, I can see Nick picking up the win on this as well. So. Or you know, something. Or Flip getting beat down after the match, which will prompt probably Marty to make a save or something for it. So. Yeah, I mean, I think Aldis is probably going to win regardless. But it'll be a phenomenal match. Oh, yeah. Either way. That's definitely one that I'm looking forward to seeing. Uh, Saturday night, we've got NXT Worlds Collide. Uh, your kickoff event, uh, kickoff for the show is uh, Mia Yim taking on Kaylee Ray. This is a non-title matchup. Um, just like looks like something that they threw together. Uh, but I'm taking Mia Yim for the win on this one. <sighs> I'd take my girl, Kaylee Ray. I don't care what the odds are. I'm always going to pick me again. I'm sure you will. <laughs> uh, tag team matchup. We've got DIY. The newly reunited DIY taking on Mustache Mountain. This should be a great matchup as well. Um, but I'm going with uh, DIY. Yeah. DIY for the win. Oh. And then we got the uh, NXT Cruiserweight title, uh, Angel Garza defending against Isaiah Swerve Scott, and to uh, get to be determined um, members, participants. But um, I'm going with Angel to retain. Yeah, I mean, I don't really see any of these NXT UK guys that they're going to put in it winning it. Um, so, but I do think Garza will probably keep it. Um, but I think Isaiah Scott's going to put a run for his money, though. Oh, definitely. So, like, the other options were, um, was it Travis, Travis Barker? Travis Barker. Um, Kendrick. Oh, yeah, Brian Kendrick. I don't remember the other two were. other guys. I don't remember who the other ones were either. But, um, yeah, I think Garza's going to retain on that one. Uh, we got Finn Balor taking on Druganov. I Finn. Finn. Then that's yeah. a, that's a no brainer for that one. Um, NXT Women's Title: Rhea Ripley defending against Tony Storm. Um, now Tony Storm was the one who defeated Ripley for the NXT UK Women's Title, so that could go either way on here. But uh, considering that 
Bianca Belair is next in line for the title shot for this. I don't see Tony Storm winning. Um, so Ripley retains. Yeah, I mean, I would agree with that. I think the the match with Ripley and uh, Belair would be... I wouldn't necessarily say it would be a better match. It just I just think it's too early for Ripley to lose. And for the NXT crowd, I think that's like your big money women's title match right now is yeah. Ripley versus Belair. Agreed. Agreed. Um, and the, the main attraction, main event for Worlds Collide, Undisputed Era versus Imperium. That is a tough one to call because both of these factions have a lot of momentum, even with even coming off of Roddy losing the North American title to Keith Lee. Undisputed Era still has a lot of momentum rolling into this matchup. But um that's that's tough. I'm I'm gonna pick Undisputed Era though, just just for the sake of Adam Cole. Maybe. Maybe. Um, I uh, I think I gotta lean a little bit towards Imperium and my man Walter. Imperium and Walter. Yeah. Especially that chop that he gave to Adam Cole Wednesday night. Fuck. (laughs) Flipped Adam Cole all over the damn ring. So, uh, Royal Rumble. Let's um, we'll save the Royal Rumble. The Rumbles matches for last for predictions on these. So. Um, Raw Women's Title, Becky versus Asuka. I don't see Asuka winning this. I would agree. If you think about it, Asuka's the only one that Becky hasn't beaten. True. So, and especially with the participants in the Women's Rumble and potential participants in the Women's Rumble um, for Becky. So. Uh, SmackDown Women's Title, Bailey versus Lacey. Uh, Bailey retains on this one. Uh, I, don't, I don't think yeah. Lacey's ready for a title run yet. I, I would. I agree. I I, I think Bailey's going to retain. I do agree. Uh, Sheamus versus Shorty G will probably end up being your squash match of the night. I think this match is going to be over faster than uh, Sheamus and Daniel Bryan. Yeah, quite possibly. Quite possibly. I'd be very surprised if it goes more than five minutes. So, uh, Universal title. The Fiend versus Daniel Bryan in a strap match. Stupid stipulation. So two Just things. Throw that out there right there. Two things I see run that are going to throw this match off right off the bat. One is the strap. And two... We're going to have that stupid-ass red light over the damn ring. Yep. But um, I'm going with The Fiend retaining on that one. Yeah. I mean, he, he hasn't lost, and he's not going to lose yet. He's holding that title to Mania, boys. Yeah, or he takes on Roman Reigns. Because you know what's going to happen. All right, so... Speaking of Roman Reigns, he is one of the entrants in the Men's Royal Rumble match. Uh, Like we said earlier, there have been 24 competitors announced or declared for the Men's Royal Rumble with six surprise um, participants. Out of everyone who has been announced so far, um, I believe two things are going to happen in this matchup. 
One, Lesnar's going to get eliminated by somebody. Drew McIntyre. That would be awesome. But um, whoever eliminates Lesnar is going to be the one that he faces at WrestleMania. Secondly, I think it's going to be a SmackDown superstar that wins the Men's Rumble. And I'm pegging Roman Reigns as the winner of the Men's Rumble. So am I. That was who I picked a while ago. Yep. As much as I would love to see Keith Lee or Adam Cole or someone else come out with the win at the Rumble, it's like storyline-wise, it it doesn't make sense. And I've said numerous times leading up to this that Keith Lee is going to win the Rumble. But um, as far as what we're doing for current storylines, it's it's not going to happen. I mean, hey, we get our WrestleMania card that we that we correct. You know, it'll be Roman Reigns versus The Fiend, and then somehow yeah. Daniel Bryan will squeeze his way in there. So it'll be a triple threat match, you know? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Then we'll see Adam Cole defend against Keith Lee. Yep. That lead card is correct. Um, and finally, the Women's Rumble. They've not announced as many competitors for the Women's Rumble as they have the men's. But um, who won it last year? Was it Ronda that won it last year or was it Becky? Becky? Becky won it last Becky year. Becky won last year. So Becky was technically was SmackDown at that time, wasn't she? Or was she Raw? I think she was SmackDown. Yes. SmackDown. But I didn't. Oh, it's, a, it's a long shot on this one. Like, there's, there's so many variables in here because they haven't announced as many participants as they have for the Men's Rumble. So you still have a lot of surprise participants coming in. So, I mean, you can see someone like Trish Stratus, Lita. Um, we can see the return of Ronda Rousey. There's so many variables in this matchup. Um, Shayna Baszler could be involved in the Women's Rumble as well. Uh there's like a whole lot going on with this thing. But I can honestly see Sasha Banks picking up the win on this and challenging Bailey. Could happen. I, I honestly haven't really thought about it, so I really don't know who's going to win. Uh, they haven't put on enough people in there for me to even have a guess. <laughs> honestly, I hope it's someone from NXT just to kind of get... I really want someone from it, and I think it'll happen. I think NXT is gonna win one of the two Rumbles. That's my that's my my thing. Oh, if that's the case too, like the other the other option is Shayna Baszler. Yep, picking up the win on that and challenging Becky. So a Becky Baszler one on one match will be fantastic. All right, so that's gonna wrap up our get in the ring segment. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back with the Q&A, the Push Fire Berry, and, of course, the weekly trivia. So stay tuned, and we shall return. What's up, WrestleGeddon Podcast fans? This is Rose with Bright Rose Events. Here to announce we have a new subscription box for all your tingling sensations. Check out www.cratejoy.com and research dates in a box. 
Even wrestling fans need love too. And so you can get your wrestle on with the one you love. Have a date night delivered to your house every month for you and that special someone. That's www.cratejoy.com. Searching dates in a box. All right, so we are back, and let's uh, jump into one of my favorite segments, Push Fire Berry. So as always, uh, this segment, we uh, got a bunch of names and a randomizer. Uh, we have done this week, wrestlers from the year 2000. Uh, so basically, the wrestlers that were actively competing in the year 2000. So we'll pick three uh, from the randomizer. And basically, the objective is to figure out who we're going to push, who gets fired, and who basically gets buried as a jobber. So this week, it is uh, G-Money's turn to go first. So go ahead and uh, fire up that uh, randomizer. Ooh, number one, the Macho Man. Ooh. That's tough. Bad. Second one, Goldberg. <laughs> kind of works for that. <clears throat> and number three, oh, Stone geez. Cold Steve Austin. Jesus. Push Fire Barry, the Macho Man, Goldberg, and Stone Cold. <laughs> All right. Kind of. I got it. <clears throat> So the fire's easy. I would fire Goldberg. Uh, I would bury Stone Cold Steve Austin. And I would push Macho Man. I was going to say, if push was anyone other than the Macho Man, you were automatically wrong. (laughs) 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 All All right. So it is my turn. Remember, we don't do dupes. So if we get anything that's a duplicate from the previous, we hit it again. So my first one is The Big Show, Paul White. Number two, The Big Boss Man, my daddy. (laughs) (laughs) And number three is Edge. Um, okay. It's actually pretty easy. Push Edge. Um, Fire Big Show. Very Boss Man. Good times. Good times. All right. So that brings us into uh, this week's trivia question. Now, of course, last week's question was, um, what moniker did Dustin Rhodes use during his first heel run in WCW? If you knew the answer was the American Nightmare, go ahead and give yourself that good old-fashioned Barry Horowitz pat on the back because you were correct. Which is amazing because that's what Cody goes by now. Yeah. Quite amazing. Didn't even know. Didn't know that answer at all. Did and, not. Uh, Come full circle, it's quite great. So, uh, yeah. 
But uh, this week's trivia question, uh, I definitely didn't know the answer because uh, I wasn't born yet, so uh, I would never <laughs> know this answer. But maybe you do. Maybe you were born. Maybe you know. So the trivia question this week is in the 1990 Royal Rumble match, which tag team eliminated Andre the Giant? Cars Chris knew the answer right away. Didn't have to even look at the answer. My favorite tag teams. So, uh, yeah. If you uh, think you know the answer, go ahead and uh, email us at AskSpecialGettingPod at gmail.com and uh, see if we'll uh, maybe let you know if you're right oh. or you can check the out next week just uh, ask wrestlegeddon at gmail.com oh, fuck I don't know what it is <laughs> I know there's something in there <laughs> I like to think I know yeah. our our, uh, our, our, uh, our thing but uh, you know maybe I don't you can also um, go ahead and drop that answer to any post on social media promoting episode 26 um, and if you are emailing us be sure to put it in the subject line Episode 26, Trivia Answer. So um, that's going to bring out a close to the Q&A to the trivia. We do have an audio question again this week. So we're going to uh, go ahead and take a listen to that and uh, give you our, uh, our answer. So uh, here we go. Let's jump into it. Just when they think they got the answers, I change the questions. Hey, Russell Gaden Podcast. This is Chris. No, not Chris Matthews. A different Chris. I'm a little less burly. I just want to share with y'all a story of mine of when I met Paige. So I was at a bar outside of a Kmart. Uh, I want to say it was like Oklahoma City or something like that. And uh, I went in the bar and got up to the to the counter to order some drinks and I noticed that one of the tables across from the bar uh one of my favorite professional wrestlers of all time Paige was there and uh Paige was wearing some yoga pants you know and I was like expecting to see like more of like the the blue jeans with the with the leather and chains like that you know, look that page I always went with when they were uh, on uh, TV or whatever, you know. And so uh, Paige has been over the uh, on the table and sipping uh, sipping a margarita. And I'm just saying that ass just looked too good to grab. I mean, too good not to grab. Sorry, I misspoke there. I've been taking uh, cough syrup. I'm a little high right now. But I just wanted y'all to hear the story about me meeting Paige. So anyways, I mean, that ass was just fine. Fine, you know. And so I just had to do it. So I stuck my hand out there and I just pinched Paige's ass. And dude, I'm talking about the whole bar erupted. They were like, man, this is like 2018, man. You can't do shit like that. You know, you can't just come up in the bar and start grabbing ass. And everybody was hating on me, and I was like, you know, you see an ass that great, you just got to pinch it, you know. And uh, Paige turned around and was about to hit me. I said, look, Paige, 
I've idolized you for a long time. You know? You owe me this. You owe me this. You know? I watched all your videos on social media, on the YouTube and all that stuff. When people were trying to take them down and stuff like that. I've always been the Fanny Page. Page looked at me and said, hey, you call me Diamond Dallas, motherfucker. And that's my wrestling story. I just want to know if you guys have any any stories in mind where you met wrestlers. Alright, guys. Bye. Okay. So, um... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, apparently a little less burly version than me. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, I just don't, like... <laughs> You know, we're talking about Paige. And then so you call me Diamond Dallas, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, you know, I sometimes worry about our podcast. We have these fucking weirdos calling every week. Oh, man, at least, at least it's better than the panty guy. That oh, went God. on like Forrest Gump on us with the different kinds of panties. There's that guy. There's that fucking... Uh, Piece of shit, Darby Allen fan. Oh, you know who you are. Got some dick. <laughs> Fuck Darby Allen and his sister's leggings and cut off shorts. So, <laughs> um, but I do like I like Sister Mildred though. She, yeah, she's super she's, nice. she's she's a peach. Nice. She's nice. So, um, but basically, uh, Chris wants to know, you know, if we have any stories about meeting any any wrestlers. I mean, best story I have. I'm at my favorite favorite favorite. Wrestling superstar. I love her to death. She's my wife in my heart. <laughs> Never be my actual wife. <laughs> but I bet Becky Lynch. <laughs> it's so great. <sighs> but no, for real. She was awesome. She was super nice. Super sweet. Oh, I have met so many. Yeah, it's the same. It, it's kind of rough to narrow it down. Like, probably like. Everyone I've met has been cool. Like, yeah. I, I haven't really had a bad experience um, with any wrestler that I've met. Um, I, I would say that, too. I mean, I mean Meg Foley. I know Foley is fantastic. Foley's I've met him awesome. three times. Um, I remember we went to that big-time wrestling event, seeing fucking Matt Hardy doing his, sh- his oh, shtick. Yeah. Fucking all around the place. This is amazing. I met um, Matt Hardy... Jeff Hardy when they were both in uh, Impact when uh, Jeff was the Impact World, the TNA at the time, TNA World Champion. He had his custom title belt. I actually got to hold the title belt for that, which was really cool. That thing was heavy. Had like all kinds of different like points and stuff on there too, like sharp edges. But it was a cool ass title belt. Um, I've met the Hurricane twice, one of my favorites. Hurricane was cool. Oh, it was very awesome to meet. Um, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Was yeah. phenomenal. He was cool. Um, I've met Hogan. Hogan was pretty cool. I've met Jimmy Hart. Um, probably my best, my favorite one that I've met. You know, God rest his soul, uh, Roddy Piper. I'm sure he was great to meet. Was you know I had like a 20 minute conversation with him, and you know, dude, dude was fun. Was just really great. Very appreciative of fans, fans and everything. 
And I can say the same Jake Snake Roberts. I met him as well. Um, the same thing with him. He was just a great person to meet. Um, Victoria, met her twice. Yep. Uh, she's an amazing person to meet if you ever get a chance to. Um, Melina. Melina was super nice. Her. She was great. Like I got to spend time with Eli Drake. I got um, to spend time with Anderson. He was cool as shit. We volunteered for that uh, Masters of Ring Entertainment show. Um, like I was a fan of Eli Drake to begin with, and I left that show a bigger fan of Eli, which is how awesome that he was. So, I mean, there's there's quite a few. Like Kevin Nash, I met Nash and Buff Bagwell. Those guys were awesome. Um, Sting was pretty cool. Sting was cool. So. Yeah. Billy Gunn. Yep. I'd probably say the the saddest one uh, was China. When um, I met her actually about two to three months before she passed away. Now, the, the story with this, um, Mad Monster Party in Charlotte, um, We, my family and I, we try to go every year. Um, they generally have some uh, wrestlers there. You know, I've met, so I met Hogan, so I met Piper, Jake St. Robert, Sergeant Slaughter. Um, Road Warrior Animal, Kane, uh, Kevin Ash, Buff Bagwell, Al Snow, uh, Mean Gene, who was who hit on my wife, oh, which is pretty funny. But um, with China, like my daughter was around two, two or three at the time. Um, loved Frozen, and they had the two young girls that voiced. Did the voice of young Anna and young Elsa there. Um, I was in line. We were in line for Al Snow. Like, we get my picture taken with him. All that. And, you know, I was trying to get the kids in the picture, too. Um, or get Zatanna in the picture because I hadn't had the other two yet. Um, Zatanna didn't want to, which is very upset. Uh, pretty much crying the entire time. Because she wanted to go see the girls from Frozen again. And again. And again. Um, I honestly, at this point, had no interest in actually meeting China. Um, but my wife wanted to meet her, so we went up to the table, and Satana was still crying. China actually, you know, got down to Zatanna's eye level and talked to her and, you know, told her, you know, that she was kind of having a rough time, too, and, you know, asked her for a hug. And then my daughter gave China a hug. And just, you know, the smile that China had on her face, like, I'll never forget, forget that aspect of it all and how amazing she was. Um, the whole interaction with her and my daughter and then us in general was just fantastic. So, and that, like I said, two to three months before she passed away, and that really hit a little bit harder than most other um other wrestlers that have passed away that I've met just because it was so close to that time after meeting her and just that whole interaction with her and my daughter. So yeah, good times, good times, good times. So hopefully that, uh, answers your question. And I hope in the year 2020, you stop grabbing people's asses. Uh, no, I hope in the year 2020 you get a pair of prescription sunglasses so you know who you're uh, grabbing ass to. 
which ass you're grabbing. So. <laughs> uh, Lord. It's Diamond Dallas, motherfucker. Diamond Dallas, motherfucker. <laughs> so that note, we're going to wrap up episode 26 of, of course, the Russell Getting Podcast. And as always, thank you all for listening. Uh, we really do appreciate you taking an hour out of your day or so and, you know, listening to us ramble about stuff. So means a lot to us. We appreciate it. That we do indeed. Um, share with your friends, families, your neighbors, coworkers, anyone, you know, that's into wrestling, you know, that creepy guy that you work with that you kind of talk to because you think he looks like a serial killer. Well, he calls into our show, so it's fine. Yeah. So, um, share it with him as well. Uh, just so you know, you have something cool to talk about, so you end up on his list when he goes, you know, psychotic. Uh, your milkman, your bartender, your butcher, your mailman, uh, that hot girl at the checkout line that you specifically went to that store for because you knew she was working, because you're a creepy ass stalker. Tell her about it too. And that's uh, that's all I got. catch y'all next week episode 27 thank you all again and as always stay classy marks stay classy
Okay, so, uh, white ice. Let's know what our favorite object on pole match was. <laughs> I'm in the process of looking at a match. Because I was just going through stuff. Apparently there was a really old school match back in the day. And it was at, I think, like Great American Bash is what I'm looking at. And it was a, a raw turkey on a pole match. It was AWA. This is hilarious. November. This is the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. Who wants a raw ass turkey? Oh, this is great. Oh, this is great. You hold that fucking turkey. <laughs> you weird motherfucker. <coughs> <coughs> Oh, man. Mine? I don't know. There's so many. Like, these there like, are so many. object on a pole matches were so bad. It's really kind of hard to narrow down, like, what my favorite one. Um, you had stuff like Viagra on a pole, coal miner glove on a pole, nightstick on a pole, um, kendo stick on a pole, guitar on a pole, pink slip on a pole. Uh, oh man, there's a contract on a pole. So much stuff that you could literally put on a pole and have a match around. I'm sure there was a woman on a pole sometime. Uh, yeah, there was, um, we had a uh, Judy Bagwell, Buff Bagwell's mom, on a pole. Awesome. She wasn't really like on a pole though, because I think she was on a, uh, like a forklift or something. I think she's in a wheelchair. Amazing. Was that the coal miner's coal miner's glove on a pole? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's kind of like I said, it's kind of hard to nail down. But uh, <coughs> yeah, there's a lot of bad ones. Yeah. They're they're all bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they are all bad. It's like you can't really pick like a like the best like item on a pole match because they're all bad. You're right on a forklift. There we go. On a Buff Bagwell versus Canyon. Judy Bagwell on a pole. Uh, that's that's my pick. So going with that one. Ooh, a coal miner's glove, a blow-up sex doll, a framed picture of Scott Hall, and the WCW World Heavyweight Title. That tops it all right there. Yep. Amazing. That was Booker T and who? Booker T and... Do, 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 do. I don't know. I don't know what they say. I'll go over the top. Oh, Jeff Jarrett. Booker T versus Jeff Jarrett. Why the fuck do y'all guys want a fucking frame picture of Scott Hall? You creepy bastard. Why was there no guitar on the pole? No guitar? I mean, Andy want to blow up sex hall? Y'all are fucking weird. Wow. Weirdo. All right. Thank you for that question, White Ice. And good luck in your uh, future business endeavor in Mevin. Yeah. Mevin's first strip club. Yeah. Have fun with that. Good luck. 
All right, so that's going to bring us home. That's going to wrap up another edition of the Wrestle Again podcast. I am your host, Curse the Heat Matthews, with your other host, Garrett G. Money Monk. Thank you guys for taking some time out to listening to episode 25, and we'll see you all next week, episode 26, where we kick off the road to WrestleMania. Yeah, buddy. Oh, Rumble. Oh, next yeah. Sunday. Week from Sunday. A week from Sunday. So here we go. So, of course, that'll be the Royal Rumble preview episode. We'll run down the Royal Rumble. We will give you our picks for the winners of the Women's Royal Rumble match, the Men's Royal Rumble match, um, of course, whoever else, you know, title matches, the other match. So we'll pretty much run down the card for that. Uh, we've also got NWA's Hard Times that Friday before. Hard Times is hard what time. they give me. So it's going to be a good time. And we'll see you all next week. See ya. Stay classy, Marks. Stay classy. <laughs>